Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're talking again. Our bodies were made. Welcome to the Swapcast Podcast, the world's only podcast dedicated to body swap movies. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi, and with me we have... Lucy Thomas. And... Brenda Levi. In today's episode, we'll be breaking down the 2014 Korean comedy, Miss Granny, starring Shim Yu Kyung, Mung Hee Na, and Lee Jin Wook. Where, after learning she's to be sent to a rest home, an elderly woman goes for a walk and wanders into a photo studio where she emerges as a 20-year-old. But before we get into that, just a reminder that we absolutely love hearing from our listeners and we welcome film suggestions for future episodes. So please reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram. Send us an email at theswapcastpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support our show, reviewing us is the best way possible. So to say thank you, if we reach 100 star ratings on iTunes and Spotify, we will finally fulfill our fans' most common request, to review Face Off. Oh, so, guys, new year, new season, season five. How are we all going? Good. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so much enthusiasm in the air. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, what's not to be enthusiastic about? You've emerged from your COVID-induced <laughs> week of isolation and dread. Yeah, I survived. And you get to review body swap movies. <laughs> what a reward. I bet that whole time you were thinking, wow, I can't wait to get back in the saddle with the podcast, pals. Yeah, yeah. I wish we were doing it in person. I, I, <laughs> I, like, I spent 10 days in this room and then having to, like, come in here. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hopefully all the uh, craziness with Omicron uh, kind of calms down soon and we can go back to doing this in person again. Um, but in the meantime, we're back to our Zoom records. Um, but I'm sure it's still going to be fun. So on to Miss Granny. One of the most influential pieces of media that came out in 2021 was the Netflix series Squid Game. The Korean language series was a true cultural phenomenon and a lot of the praise for that show was heaped at Huang Dong-hook, who wrote, directed, and produced the series. Seven years earlier, however, he was responsible for this age-swapping romantic musical. Does Miss Granny feel like the work of someone who is going to be responsible for the biggest TV show in the world? Is that really true? I did yes. not know that. There you go. Is that why you yeah. chose Whoa. it, Paul? <laughs> we tried to didn't... ride the coattails of Squid Game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, did you read that on Wikipedia? It's really true, or it—it's really true. So he is the writer director of this film, and he wrote, directed, produced, created. He's the sole force behind Squid Game. So, and I didn't know that when I chose this film last year. Um, I it was on my like master list of films that I have for us to review, and then I saw that it was released on Netflix. So I was like, oh, now we can review it. 
and I guess the reason it's released on Netflix is because they're trying to like put all his other stuff on there as well, so that when people finish Squid Game, they can go and explore yeah, his sure. back catalogue. So, um, so cue uh, Carrie Bradshaw voice, but I couldn't help but wonder um, if. Like maybe it sent him to a really dark place and that's how he wrote Squid Game. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm guessing you didn't like it, Lucy. (laughs) It wasn't my favourite. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't terrible. We watched worse ones, but... You overall just didn't have a good time watching it or...? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Brendan, what did you think? I... I... I think I sort of had a good time. I'm, I'm trying to, I feel as if though I was able to at least watch it from a academic point of view. Cause as all of us are now professional, uh, body swap, body swap film reviewers. watchers, <laughs> yeah. I was somewhat like, Oh, what a, what an interesting take to, <laughs> yeah, to, to, to do this or that. So we'll get into it, but yeah, I, I think I enjoyed it on some level. So. Uh, yeah, I yeah. agree. I agree. I have to say, I love this movie. I, <laughs> I genuinely... Knew it. I, knew it. I wrote it in my thing. I was like, I bet Paul's having the time of his life. Yeah. Like, unironically, I think this is a good movie. I thought it was fun. It was an interesting take on, on age swapping. Um, it actually had themes that it explored. I thought the performances were really fun. Um, it was just a really good time. I, I think if I were to heap one... Uh, criticism on it i think it is a bit too long it does I would it probably- does out say as welcome yeah the yeah, whole the it- whole plot with um her falling in love with the with the the director of the music i producer. think that could have just yeah. been yeah that could have just been taken right out because by the time that she's sort of like we're like all right she's ready to go back um, we then all of a sudden enter into this relationship and I'm like, wait, what? Where are we going? Yeah, right. I, I yeah. drew this diagram on my notes that was like all these Venn diagrams over the top of each other that was like so many storylines intersecting. Like it was too many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they could yeah. have taken one or two out. <laughs> it, like it, it does try so to do much a lot. happening with your body swap. Like you yeah. don't need much more than that. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I think if this was a 90-minute movie, it would be like amazing. But yeah, just I, punch it a bit more, yeah. Yeah, but as a two-hour movie, I still enjoyed it. And um, I don't know if, if you guys realise, this film was a huge hit, like a gigantic hit. And it was made in 2014. Now, between 2014 and now, it has been remade seven times. Oh, my God. <laughs> All Korean? Or- no, other countries. Every country in Asia pretty much has their own version of Miss Granny. There's like an Indian Miss Granny. There's a Thailand Miss Granny, a Chinese Miss Granny. They they love it. And they've all got different names like um, Suddenly 20 and 20 again. And um, But they're, <laughs> they're all essentially the same film that they just like. There's something about this film that people have really like attached themselves to, I think. And I think it there's a reason for it. I think it, it, it hits on a lot of themes that people can relate to. And I think it's a multi-generational kind of thing as well. I could see a lot of like older people watching this and appreciating the message behind it. And then uh, the younger people enjoying the kind of um, musical and like the silly aspect to it as well. So I, I can see why it's a hit. Like what do you like? What I find interesting, like while watching it, like I was, I was sort of thinking back to films like 
uh, what was that horrible Christmas one that I always forget the name of where the mum's dying? There could be so many of them. That's Christmas Swap was the mum dying one. Like, and so I like, I was like, why am I enjoying this more than those films where like you have some really like broad characters, but then you also have like these really dark and like gloomy themes and this Mm -hmm. does it as well. But I, I was more endeared towards the characters and, and like, I didn't mind the like abrupt change. And I don't know if that's just purely cultural, like you're used to that in some Korean films. One might argue that the that Christmas movie didn't have like a whole heap of granny fights in it, where like <laughs> grandmas like very intensely have physical fights that like make men bleed. So maybe that's like the ingredient. Yeah, yeah I think that's one of my favorite lines was when he grabs uh, the rival granny. Grabs her by the back of the head and is like, uh, I'm going to put an end to this bitch today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's, you know, that Christmas movie didn't have any of that. It was just a really yeah. depression, depressive, like, you know. Yeah, that film, like, the Christmas swap had no humor, like, actually had no humor. It was no. just, like, watching an old woman slowly die. It was, and, like, like, real pain. Succumb, it was- <laughs> su- succumb yeah. to dementia, yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> the old la- the old grandma in this like obviously they're going the old people in this are, are going through issues but they're still quite lovable characters that that are quite humorous like mm. yeah yeah like uh uh our our miss granny is very annoying um but also very comically like i really enjoyed watching her like <laughs> drive her daughter-in-law to taking pills <laughs> like <laughs> She was a she was a hoot. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's do the thirty second plot summary where I try to sum up the plot of Miss Granny in thirty seconds on the fly. Don't forget the like seven different storylines. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I'm not going to together. get through yeah. this one. <laughs> All right. Ready? Set. Go. Old Mount Soon is an old lady, and she lives with her son and her. Uh, his wife and she's slowly turning her insane and um, gives her a heart attack so then they want to send her to a nursing home Um, and then before she goes to the nursing home she goes into a photo studio and when she comes out of it she's a 20 year old girl Um, so then she joins her grandson's uh, music band and turns him for a hair metal into a not hair metal band (laughs) uh, goes into a music ah no (laughs) I did not even close <laughs> Not even close. Um, so how, how grim. She goes to that photo studio so that there's a nice photo of her to use for her funeral card. That's yeah. so grim. That's so sad. Yeah. But is so is such a genuine thing. Like I know old people that would do that. Oh my god! And it's, really? Like, yeah. Like it, when when you get to a certain age, and actually I know people that are a lot younger than that that would do that. Is like. You once you get to a certain age, everything becomes about like what you're leaving for your funeral and what's going to happen when you die. Yeah, I guess so. What we have to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, do the rest of the plot. I day. <laughs> so basically, yeah, she becomes her younger self. When she does that, she she joins her grandson's band, who was like this terrible hair metal band, but she kind of turns him into like this frothy 
like pop group and they get the attention of a music producer who wants to put them in like this uh, national TV program and make them stars. But uh, in the meantime, she's living with this old man that she knew when she was an old lady um, who's been in love with her the whole his whole life. Yeah, because they knew each other also when they were young, so that's fun. So she's kind of like, I guess, rekindling it with him, but she's young now and he's still old. But then the young music producer also starts falling in love with her. So it's kind of a love triangle, I guess. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And then we discover that uh, she'll stay young as long as she doesn't bleed. Like if she starts bleeding, then she will turn old. So presumably it wouldn't have been longer than a month then if she got a period. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, uh, had she actually swapped bodies, maybe she had already gone through menopause and her body had still reverted back, but she'd already, like, you know. But no, because she was, <laughs> like, limber and able to do young people things. So Yeah. But, like, you know, that was her body reverting back if they, like, scooped it out, like... Scooping what? <laughs> Isn't there like a? It's like a operation. That's what happens when you go through menopause. They scoop it out, and um, you no longer have that period. Ah, uh, I understand what you mean, Brendan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you uh, went to the um, gay man school of vagina studies. <laughs> <laughs> You get to the end of the movie, they're going to do their, like, big concert, and then her grandson gets hit by a truck, um, and she needs to give him a blood transfusion in order for him to survive, so it turns her back into an old lady. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You didn't like that? You didn't like that's the the reason she has to turn back, or do you, what, like, what part didn't you like about it? Just this, why drag this poor boy into it? Like, he's just trying to live his best life, playing his band, and it's like, he has to get gravely injured. I was very shocked when he got hit by that car. Like, I mean, that truck. It was a truck. It was a truck. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I kind of saw it coming, but also as, it still was like a pretty, the way they shot it was a pretty full on moment. Like I thought it was going to happen off screen, but you really see the kid get, get hit, hit by, by a truck. And I, um, I, I felt like I was, I actually found it quite like, like I, uh, what was really like, I was like impressed by it. Like once again, we've watched a million of these. So <laughs> she's like, all right, I'm going to give, bl- I have the only one who has the same blood type as my son. I'm going to give grandson grandson so i'm gonna give blood so that he can live and the father stopping her because he's you know put two and two together knows it's his mother and is like you you know basically gave your entire life to give me a chance and like you know you have the second chance to actually get to live out your youth that's so intense it was it was and i actually thought like the the notes of that actually landed quite well. I was quite touched to see him like, no, yeah. like we'll figure this out. Like you go live your life. Like that yeah. was pretty touching actually. And the film spent a lot of time establishing, you know, you know, we're introduced to, um, Omelson as like this, like crotchety old lady. And then we kind of start realizing how, hard her life had been to get her to that point mm. like single and mother living off of uh rad- radish leaves like found on the market floors like yeah yeah all those scenes those flashback scenes where like he's 
like chained to a chair so that he doesn't run away and like that she's doing dishes and shit. So yeah, I wrote someone help that baby. I got very upset. That was very yeah. Upsetting. I thought you might have a bit of a visceral reaction to yeah some of this. There was also but. another one that um you know when she's on the subway yeah and she's like yelling at that woman that's telling her, her how to raise her crying so she's totally mum shaming her. She's like the, your baby's hungry and like you should be breastfeeding it. And like, you haven't you haven't dressed it in enough clothes. That's why it's upset. Yeah, it's and cold. it's like fed his best bitch. Like, and your boobs, off. your yeah. boob milk is like not good enough to like, yeah, to nutrient. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was actually thinking like Lucy is gonna hate, hate this, this scene, <laughs> <laughs> which is rightly so. If some bitch goes up to you on the subway and like it, in it's even worse the fact that you know she had body swapped at this point so she was a young 20 year old girl yeah, yeah. like totally riffing into this lady on the subway for how she's like feeding her child yeah, telling her she's not like, eating enough nutritious food so her breast milk you is want rotten to help her just like <laughs> help her don't like beat her down you know like yeah. if you see a mum that's like distressed just be like is there anything i can do to help you don't <laughs> Yeah, what a which bitch. like was very much in her character. Like once again, mm. <laughs> she yeah. did this to her to her daughter-in-law. Yeah, um, to the brink of. It's yeah. like you tied your baby to a chair. Who were you to like <laughs> tell this woman how to, you know? But what was hilarious about that scene was the fact that the love interest was like endeared by seeing her like. <laughs> Attack this woman on the subway about her baby raising like, abilities. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's just different. I, I saying about her. Like I, I did think that relationship was quite funny. Like what was attracting him to her? She was always abrasive and awful to everyone. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> quote of the film. Quote of the film was, "I smell mum." Yeah, <laughs> this is what that man said to her. The director said, "When I'm with you, I smell mum." It's like. All right, well, off and to therapy we skip because that's why yeah. I want a relationship with you. Yeah, it's like because you not even like you mm, smell mommy. like my mom. It's like I smell mom. Yeah, exactly. You just really just can see them like there's some diaper fetish and like yeah, not good. I did like that the first uh, kind of meet cute that they had, he follows her and then you know comes up as she notices and they start speaking. And then he accidentally rips her shirt and then she gets him arrested and he actually gets arrested. <laughs> I'm like, how good would it be if these meat cutes actually ended like they're supposed to when the guy does something grossly inappropriate? Like, yeah. yes, you should have been arrested. Yeah, yeah. Don't she said no, people. leave her alone and you <laughs> grabbed her by the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you don't understand. I saw you the other day, so. <laughs> <laughs> I have a right to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but did did you guys like buy any of the romance in this film? Like, so you've I've guess you got three romance plots in this film. <laughs> you know, the one the one where the her own grandson was attracted to his own grandmother without realizing. In which it. I wrote, is the sum back to the foot incest plotline afoot here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is a very uh, seventeen. Uh, yeah, sorry, 17 again, uh, kind of touch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had, uh, her and the older man who she had grown up with. And then we had her and the music producer. So were you guys like rooting for any of those romantic pairings? The old man, the old man. That's the only one you needed. Should have, yeah, it should have been the joke about the, 
the grandson being like, mm, grandma's pretty sexy. That just being like a quick passing joke. And then you just, the director storyline, <laughs> the music producer guy, you just don't really need that. What purpose did it serve? Sorry. The one thing about, and I'll, we'll get to this in one of our other segments, is that the music producer was very dreamy and we needed a dreamy male lead in the film. Well, I mean, yeah, but... Like, what? no, the thing is, like, this this guy had, like, pined for her his entire life and she seemed to be quite aware of it and quite... Like, I sort of felt sorry for him because she was completely using it. Like, he bought her dentures and, and like... Yeah, let's just, it just all put it out there. Miss Granny was a bitch. <laughs> well, yeah, it didn't. It took it took her him getting younger before she like recognized like yeah all right, I'll I'll take you for a ride literally yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so the the end twist is that he finds the fo- the magical photo shoot studio and becomes a young man at the end and apparently um the young man he turns into is like a huge uh, Korean pop star. So I assumed, uh, yeah. <laughs> I so, wondered uh, about the boys in the band as well. Like, yeah, is the main or? is the is the grandson? Is he anyone? Like, is he in like BTS? And we just t- <laughs> I don't know. think he's in BTS. Um, <laughs> he was very, very pretty. Yes, he was a, he was a beautiful. <laughs> and I love that the film made the excuse of them all going to a water park together for no reason, just so we could have all the characters in swimwear. <laughs> I'm also like, the grandma joined the band and she made it suck. They were total sellouts. They totally like sold out their aesthetic and their ethos and all of this for a girl. And um, it was like when Fergie joined the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. So the kid... That was her grandson. Are you going to blow our uh, minds? You look like you've got a little smile. I've got, got a vote. All right, whatever. Not only is he a pop star, mm-hmm. he was the main character in The Dude In Me. Wait, what? <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> so we watched him in a whole other movie. <laughs> he did had a like, drastically different hair, though. Uh, so Wait, is he the one that f- wore a fat suit and then got ripped? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is the dude in me older or like than this movie or I uh, no, this came first. Right. Yeah. He okay. loves his swap films. Yeah. He could get a double heart. I'd be sure. Uh, international. Yeah. Uh, mm. first international. <laughs> <laughs> like how the Oscars like are honoring um yeah, from, yeah. from different places. Around the world. <laughs> Hot people from uh, <laughs> around the globe. This is the double hot. <laughs> Main character of this film, when she swaps into her younger self, um, she treats us to a makeover montage, one of the many that we have witnessed <laughs> on um, our show. So how do you think this Opposed one, uh, to the montage summing up everything that happened in the mi- film montage at the end of the movie? Like- yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know I love a good makeover montage. So what did you guys think of the one in this? Like, what did you think of how she styled herself as a younger lady? Oh. She- <laughs> <laughs> she didn't look much different to uh, when she was in grandma clothes. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like her. <laughs> the style was a bit, yeah, because there was this whole Audrey Hepburn plot line yeah. thing, and I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I thought she looked like she looked like a hipster, 
she yeah. like the way she dressed. I've seen many a hipster girl in the like. I've seen people in your friendship group, Lucy, that dress the same. Oh yeah, and I'm not doubting that at all. I've got a lot of grandma yeah. friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know. When you get the makeover montage, you want like. The wow Drastic factor, change. <laughs> yeah. Well, she went from that awful perm to this is nice true. hair. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, yeah, out of all her haircuts, which was your favorite? Because she had like six different hairdos. Yeah, I know. And it's like, you know, she goes to get rid of the perm and it's like all of a sudden her hair's just heaps longer. Like <laughs> it just went from being like very short on her head to just being down past her shoulders. Well, like, she wore oh. a couple of wigs as well. So yeah. But isn't that how it works when your hair's like super curly? You've actually got a lot. But it was more. It was way more hair than. (laughs) Yeah. There was one scene where she was like wearing a really long brown wig that I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And And then he compliments her on it. It was a date wig. (laughs) (laughs) So, did you guys actually watch Squid Game? Yes. Yeah. Did you? Did you pick up on any callbacks to Miss Granny in Squid Game now that you've seen Miss Granny? Uh, I wasn't looking for those connections at the time. I, yeah, I wasn't either because. But then, but one thing I noticed is, you know how the villain in Squid Game has that um, animatronic oh, yes, jazz the, set. Ja- yeah, his, I was thinking in his of office. that. He's got what? And he's got like a little robot jazz jazz singer uh, set. Do you know when I saw that? I did think, what? Why is this familiar to me? Like I was trying to remember where I had seen something similar, and it was from that. That is, so I did, I did, out of I did peg that. I totally <laughs> forgot about that, but I did. Was like, oh, that's yeah. like Squid Game. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we really uh, need my- to hit this on the socials. This is like yeah. how we get <laughs> some new <laughs> listeners, baby. <laughs> <laughs> if we release this episode six months ago, <laughs> when people were still talking about Squid Game. Um, uh, one other thing, I, I don't know if it has any connection. I'm sure it doesn't, but uh, have I know Brendan's definitely seen it. Have, have you seen Parasite yet, Lucy? No, I haven't. Okay. I'm um, sorry. One, mm-hmm. of, one of the uh, main plot points in that film is a, a allergy to peaches, oh. which is also a thing in this. So I'm wondering if Parasite got it from Miss Granny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did think of that as well. I was like... <laughs> Unless also, like that's maybe- just another reason that she's a bitch. Like the peaches, he can't eat them. Yeah. Like, yeah, she's been gifting the old man peaches for years, even though he's she's trying um, to kill him. Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the two she options is help. she doesn't give a shit and doesn't like actually like ask him anything or find out anything about his life, or she's trying to kill him. Either way, but he's she's a, a he's a he's also a bit of a like pushover. Yeah, exactly. Like. He was like, I- I'm not going to say anything. Like, she's giving me a gift. Like, you know, rather than be like, hey, I appreciate this, but uh, I will die if I eat these. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you like the character of his daughter? daughter. So, like, um, she when she suspects that he is having an affair with this younger lady, she, like, absolutely goes mental and kicks her out of the house and... Um, yeah, it's pretty full Yeah, like yeah. another horrible person, um, but a lot of laughs, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I laughed out loud quite a few times in this film, which I, like, for many of the films we review, never happens. <laughs> no, yeah, like yeah. when I... 
like I, I don't think this is some mass. Uh, it's it's not a John Malkovich, but it is mm-hmm. it is definitely up there with something like Seventeen again. And uh, it'll, I'll be interested oh. to see where this ranks on my my list of of all time swap films. So okay, yeah. y'all. I just need to to clarify something. Was there a bit in this film where the granny in the swapped form like? Mimed stealing a baby's dick, <laughs> <laughs> and then yes. and then yeah. when the baby's mom was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" She like took it out of her mouth and like and put it put it back. back in his crotch. Yeah, she did like it when old people do got your nose. She but did she that, did it but with, with his, a penis. Pee 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 pee. Yeah, and um, she like and took it from his dick area. Pee pee, and then. Yeah. Popped it in her mouth, yes. And also, like, to a, like Never a random... Never before in my life. Yeah, that's... <laughs> for a random kid. Like, not even a kid she was familiar with. I, I, I feel like there's things... I think that was just making, uh, like, maybe... Maybe I'm completely wrong. But it's like, old people will do weird stuff like that. And people are just like, oh, yeah, it's an old person. Like, Yeah. Yes. I don't know, but, man. I don't that, what, like I wouldn't have put that in my movie. That was Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like once uh, w- uh at a place I work, uh, a woman was doing her shopping and she had a young baby with her and this old man walked up to her and he's like, "Oh, cute baby. Um is it te- is the baby teething?" and she's like, "Yeah." And then the old man proceeded to put his finger in the Ugh, baby's mouth. Yuck. <laughs> Gross. And then walked off, and the mum was like in complete shock, and just like didn't know what to do. Was and this like pre-COVID? She, Pre-COVID, yeah. This is years ago, <sighs> and then um, apparently she went straight to the hospital because she was like freaking out and didn't know what to do. And then she came back like the next day. She's like, "I was in shock, so I didn't tell anyone at the time, but just letting you know this happened." I'm like, fuck. Um, so there's a lot Let's worse you could have done. <laughs> Old people are fucking weird sometimes. Yeah, I don't um, like that story at all. Yeah. No, it's it's fucking creepy as fuck. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm never leaving but the house. Like, you know what so I mean? much like, out there, man. It's, it's, but you know what I mean? It's like a generational thing. There's just things that you yeah. think are okay. And then, like, I'm sure maybe that happened every day. You'd go out in the street in the 1940s or something. The, a baby just, dick, though, I don't think, Brendan. That's like, just do it. Go, do got your nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like there was there was I'm a lot so of stressed. there was a lot of cultural <laughs> things like that. Like I was I was like, oh, I'd like to actually understand what's going on here. Like yeah. like the pee pee oh. thing. I assume that was like a classic uh, grandma got your nose or grabbing your cheeks kind of thing. Um, but also just all the informal, like, oh, Ways of that's the way, yeah, 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 you're talking to me in this way and you're younger you're than so me, young. like, how yes. dare you, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which doesn't translate when you're translating into English. Yeah, because, um, like, yeah. In, in our culture, it's like somebody doesn't start being polite until they're, like, much older, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then they stick fingers in kids' mouths. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate that. I was going to ask, um, particularly Lucy, what did you think of uh, Miss Miss Granny's analogy of women being different balls? Actually, it was quite poignant, wasn't it? I feel like, you know, it's like that thing about uh, how Sal- Sally Field played Tom Hanks' love interest. 
in one movie and then all of a sudden she played his mother. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Which two like, films is that? Um, I don't know what the one, the love interest, but then she's his mother in Forrest Gump. I'd have to look yeah. it up which one it is. But, um, yeah. you know, it's like society. Oh, is that does- the one where she's like a stand-up comedian? Anyway, sorry. The point is, <laughs> yeah. So the film, the film opens with uh, yeah. the, this analogy that women are like balls. So they start off as basketballs, uh, where all young teenagers are trying to get their hands on them. Then I, I, I wrote it down. So men reach for or, or with all their might to grab the ball high in the air. Women in their twenties are like rugby balls. Men fight over the ball like a dog after prey. This is the only time when pe- men put their necks on the line for women. A woman in her 30s is like a table tennis ball. The number of men chasing quickly dwindles, but there's still a fair amount of focus on the ball. And woman in her middle age is like a golf ball. One man f- to each ball. And they're trying to get as far away as possible. <laughs> tries to hit it as far away as possible. And once a woman's past that age, she's treated like a dodgeball. So. Yeah, so, I mean, it's an amazing <laughs> quote and it really talks about how men are pure trash and that if, <laughs> like, they bothered to know anything, it's like when Keegan-Michael Key, um, like, got it on with Meryl Streep in that movie. It's like, <laughs> those women have a lot to offer. It's like, you're going to say no to Meryl? No. It's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> But, so, yeah, that Sally Field thing is true. It's like she was the uh, the right age to play the love interest and then she was his mother. But Tom Hanks, like, their age, their ages stayed the same. Like, Whereas this <laughs> is, like, turned upside down for Lucy and she's like, as soon as a man's in his 70s, she's like, oh, no. <laughs> There's a basketball right there. Right there, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's just like... <laughs> Perpetuating the thing of like it, the like, the analogy is correct. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just saying, like for you, like Adrian, it's like he's getting hotter with every gray hair that's got, uh, atop his head. Yeah, so that's why, and just like that, is a great series and needs to exist. And we still need to hear these women's stories. They're not golf balls. They're not dodge balls. <laughs> <laughs> It's like men should be so lucky. There was this. There was the the band, right? And yeah. we we established they changed their direction pretty rapidly. <laughs> yeah, and then like they see like their their all time favorite band playing, like, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh my god, it's was it Diablo or something? Diablo, anyway. yeah. Which means like um, devil, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like they they were the real deal, you know. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they let anyway. Fergie come and like they sold out. <laughs> like, how humiliating would it be that like this is your idol, the reason he started playing the drums, and then you play after, and you're like, and you're like, like you're playing accidentally Kelly Street. Yeah, it's full on. But also, I just, I also do want to say, you know, like the venue that they're always playing in, it's called Crack. Yeah. I just feel like that's such a true commentary on just where I spent the majority of my 20s, like watching various Crack in the Wall or bands play. (laughs) Crack Den. (laughs) Why not both? Yeah. um, uh, Yeah. I, I enjoyed that it was called Crack. 
Yeah. Did what did you guys think of? Because like obviously there's a there's quite a few musical numbers in this movie. Like, what did you guys think of the music? Um, I actually enjoyed her slow uh, ballad. Ballad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like she was a nice singer. I don't think I'd, I. I uh, none of these are going to make it onto my like daily playlist. I did but... wonder that. I was like, <laughs> because do you want to know? You you're asking me if I enjoyed it. Yeah. Sometimes I fast forwarded them. I'm very time poor. <laughs> I had to like do cooking at the same time as this film that was a subtitled film. So I could like, <laughs> was, like chopping and staring directly, like, don't miss anything. So when so it was there- a song that was just going on and on, I was like, here I can buy myself two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you heard what we thought of the movie, but how attractive did we find the cast? Now it's time for Hot or Not. Take it away, Lucy. Oh, are they a toot or a boot? Are they ugly or cute? Tell me, are they hot or not? Ding. Ding. Everyone, Everyone is beautiful, is beautiful in, in their own way. way. Oof, that dragged. <laughs> we'll never sink these. I hate that. <laughs> First, we have Shim Yun Kyung who played Uduri, the younger swapped version of Oh Man Sun. Wait, what? The younger version. <laughs> ah, uh, so the main character. So Audrey yes. Hepburn. Yes. Uduri. Yeah, Uduri. She, she was very pretty. Yeah, yeah, she was pretty. Maybe a bit Still, still an style. awful person. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's right. What yeah, a she was an awful person. She was yeah. wearing like one of those like comical shower caps to the to the water park with like a bunch of <laughs> big bellowy frills. Yeah, dudes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I'm gonna give her a hot. I I actually kind of dug her sense of style. I thought it was fun, her her throwback dresses and stuff. And Paul, I her, you would like, never let someone get away with that in in if we were out and about, you would definitely comment on that to me. You'd be like, check out this fucking grandma. Um, also, <laughs> would you do that water park? Would you do that? That looked like a hell on earth. I would fucking <laughs> love that water park. I was like, actually going, like, I would want to go there. Like, what? giant wave pool and the giant yeah. slides. It looks so fun. That The wave the- looked, that's just like, <laughs> that's how everyone sees your boobs and you inhale a lot of water. That's, I would not Look, do that. Look, when I go to the water park, everyone's seeing my boobs. <laughs> Boo, we hate when you make those jokes. <laughs> Why? Like, what, you want me to wear a shirt when I'm swimming? Are You're you, very thin, you we hate body you. Shaming Shut me. up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to wear a top. Like, you don't have to wear, like, a whole top, but, like, maybe, like, a swimsuit. Me? Yeah. <laughs> I am terrified of water, water slides. <laughs> water? <laughs> yeah, okay, water slides, yeah. The wave pool looked great, but, like, every time I've been on like any sort of water slide i'm just like especially the ones with tubes i'm just like what if like my leg just goes like this and then it keeps going like it just like snaps like <laughs> that's I have what this- you're worried about that seems crazy yeah yeah i just don't know why i i'm just constantly like aware that my limb could like bend and i'm the <laughs> I, like i'm not in a trolley that's going i'm the trolley and if the trolley breads it's gonna snap anyway <laughs> anyway, um, Moon Hina uh, as Omanson, the uh, older version of Odori. Like the actual um, granny? The actual granny. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't describe her as a hardy. She wasn't attractive enough to be that horrible. Yes, I agree. 
um yeah i i i mean i'm sure in real life she's lovely but as that character there was nothing redeeming like there's but nothing I, redeeming enough to make you want to have sex with a grandma <laughs> and but i will say like like you said i think she was really funny in the role yeah and yes i think she did a great job um yes yeah, Very believable her. as a crotchety old grandma. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've met that lady. I feel like I've had to deal with that lady <laughs> at work several times. Um, yeah, so good work. Lee Jin Wook as Han Sung Woo, the um, music producer. Yeah, real hot. He Is was he? so fucking hot. Yeah. Okay. Very, very attractive. Yeah, it's just a pity that he had like... A fetish for his own mother. What's that like <laughs> complex called? Is that Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, you, I smell mum. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a perfume's called like essence of mum. It's like, yeah. Yeah, Paul, how would you some, react if you're you'd be into on, some weird shit? If you're on like a Tinder date, it's going well. Look, if a guy said to Paul, kissing. you look like a daddy, he'd be fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get yeah, I actually he, get he it. Like and I sniffs I, your neck and he's like, mm, you smell like mom. <laughs> <laughs> I would run for the hills. <laughs> but yes, I don't appreciate being called daddy as well because it reminds me of how fucking old I am. Um, <laughs> so, very exciting. Possible double hot here. Jung Jin Young as Jiha, um, her grandson. The blonde guy? Yeah. Yeah. It like. He's, he's just so much prettier than me. Like, it hurts. Yeah, he's he's a very attractive man and ripped. And Do you reckon he yes. can really play guitar as well? Like, that's another tick. Good for you, honey. Probably. <laughs> and, like, he was doing, like, full martial arts in the other movie we watched. This guy, like, can do everything. <laughs> <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm giving him a hot. Yeah, he's uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Not your time, I, don't, I, don't, I, I understand he's hot. I just don't know, like, why, like, you guys are, like, going nuts. Like, you he sound had, like, like the BTS bone fans. structure of, like, a statue. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, he had a very, like, sexy lady face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and finally, uh, Kim Soo-hwan as young Mr. Park, uh, the one he swaps into at the end. Just as a preface preface to this, sorry, um, a lot of the reviews I found on the internet said they only watched this film for that cameo at the end. This guy has, like, a giant following. So if you say anything bad about him, <laughs> we'll probably get death threats. Okay, so uh, he was a good-looking guy for sure. I just yeah. didn't appreciate the get-up that he wore to ride a motorbike. It's like, we don't need all Not even a flames <laughs> and all the whatever. It's like, just James Dina, you know, keep it simple. Like, yes. pair of blue jeans, 501s, white T-shirt, like a jacket, and you're good to go. Yeah, I agree. He kind of looked like <laughs> the bikers in that sketch from I Think You Should Leave. <laughs> <laughs> like, he literally had, like, RGB lights on a scooter, like a neon blue scooter with flames and <laughs> fake exhaust pipes because that thing was, like, 50 cc's max. Like. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Motorcycle here. Do you think it was because, you think it was because oh, the granny no, had to get on at the end so it was, like, needed to be safe for her? Yeah, I know, right? Like, when they take off at the end, I'm like, is he giving it all it got? <laughs> oh, actually, we did miss his older form in Juan Park as Mr. Park. Hot or not? It wasn't really hot, I guess. <laughs> I pre- like I appreciate the guy was keeping it together, 
pretty well for yeah, his age. Like, like we saw him with the shirt off. Looked better than me. He put yeah. up with it like that crazy old bag and you know yeah just taking the peaches and whatever but but also like she treated him like shit and he was willing to he offered to sell his house to in order to fund her rescue operation his daughter's like fuck me right (laughs) yeah (laughs) but like i uh once again i was just curious about the the cultural dynamics because he was literally her family servant or something like yeah he was her family servant but then she ended up becoming poorer than him yeah and but also like because her husband um, died. Yeah, they had like Sad. <gasps> we didn't that- do that a husband either. In the flashback, he was oh, hot. Yeah. Mm. Was he? Oh, once again, like <laughs> I just don't see these things. <laughs> so, Everyone was hot. Pop? <laughs> yeah, he was hot. Yeah, they were all hot. Yeah. <laughs> now it's time for opinion swap, where we find some entertaining reviews of Miss Granny from across the interwebs. So this one's from May May on Letterboxd and gave it four stars. And she actually mirrors something I was thinking. I was actually thinking the exact same thing while I was watching it. I just want to know what happened at the hospital when she was giving them her blood. I can only imagine that she was that she just started rapidly aging and everyone was screaming and crying <laughs> out of fear. Yeah, terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting to see that scene and then when they just missed it, I was like, oh. Also, yeah. like, is it standard practice to do a person-to-person blood transfusion? I don't think that's how it works. Yeah. They did it in Lost, and they used a needle from a sea urchin. Yeah, but do you think, like, if you didn't have to, like, use a sea urchin needle and, like, do, like, massive backyard operation, you just would, like, do it the regular way? This one's from Fevria on Letterboxd. who gives it three stars. And they say, Miss Granny, or alternatively titled, How Everyone Wants to Fuck My Grandma. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that would have uh, worked well for the marketing. Um, <laughs> this one's from Yuri, who gives it three stars. And he says, I watched this after I caught a terrible cold, more like the flu, at school. Cold. I don't know why, but I'm a sucker for films that involve old people. I like to hear about their life experiences and how those have shaped their lives and perspectives. I learned two major lessons. One, getting older is scary. Not to sound cynical, but you could literally die at any moment. Thus, you should go ahead and shoot your shot. Do the things you love. Don't be scared because you really do only have one life. Live to your fullest extent. How Two. young is this person? <laughs> Two. They, they don't seem to realize you can literally die at any moment now. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't have to be in your 60s. You could be uh, riding a bike and get hit by a truck. two don't judge a book by its cover old man sun was seen as a stubborn controlling lady but there's a reason why she's like that you should cut some people slack only sometimes though everyone has it hard (laughs) this guy went on a journey (laughs) and also like he's like i really like old people i smell mom I know. I was just like, who's this guy sucking up to? Like, like I, I, I just so value yeah. the, the, the stories of old people. I was like, yeah, I, I guess, but come on. Um, and this final one is from Michaela Dillon on Letterboxd, who gives it three stars. And I think, Lucy, you'll be able to relate to this one. Good enough. 
watched it at 1.5 speed, but it was still pretty good. <laughs> Nothing oh exceptional. Is that a thing? I need it, to know that. <laughs> it was still pretty good. Nothing exceptional, but it's a movie. <laughs> but yes, Netflix do have um, speed options, so you can watch things at, at, at double speed. If you and please so tell much. me, what is it for? Famously condemned by Judd Apatow and... Months, pretty much Scorsese? Yeah, 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 pretty much the entire <laughs> filmmaking community. But can you tell me what is it for? <laughs> so because you can watch a film without it's, having to. It's like- because in modern times, people don't watch things for enjoyment; they consume content to keep up with the cultural conversation. So it's so right. that they can just consume, okay. consume, yeah. just shove it all into their eyeballs like it's garbage. Yeah, it's like quickly finish <laughs> this for the podcast that you've for some reason agreed to be in. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hereby forbidding you guys from using this feature. I don't know if I could read that fast because it's the subtitles. Yeah, I don't know if I yeah that, was, that was probably why I paid more attention to this film than any of the other yeah, no international ones in we've this. done. Because yeah. there wasn't a dubbed version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I checked I as well. I, could... <laughs> <laughs> I had like, to yeah. cook during the movie. You were, yeah, you were <laughs> cooking mom. while reading. Yeah. I'm so impressed. <laughs> Imagine if yeah. I just like now lifted my hand up to show you and like chopped my finger off. Because uh, I, I, I was really up, paying attention to the screen. I, I woke up to Katrina coming home from work. <laughs> I, like, I had a late one. And then I... <laughs> Proceed to say, oh, I better watch this movie. <laughs> and, and then, I, I, like, she's like cleaning, and I'm like, I'd love to help, but like, <laughs> I can't leave this. This I gotta actually see the screen anyway. Oh, uh, you're trash, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You had a nap, and then you had to watch a movie while your wife cleaned the house. <laughs> I don't know if you still my pregnant wife. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know. If it, I didn't know if we were allowed to talk about that on the podcast. But Jesus, <laughs> I um, I don't know if you still listen to the podcast, uh, Katrina. But if you do, I I sincerely apologize. Can we just cut in here? I then installed a washing line and cleaned up the house. So you know, not, not all person. men. Yes, all right, friend. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Don't delete this from the podcast. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to learn to edit just so that I can cut that out. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, let's get to tenuous recommendations where we each recommend a piece of media that is linked to today's movie in some way. And a reminder, if you ever want to see a list of all the recommendations we have made on the show, head over to our letterbox page, which is linked on our website. So, I know you guys are still scrambling to find your recommendations, so I'll start. How did you know? (laughs) My connection is movies about grandmas. So um, I also googled movies about grandmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did as well, but this one didn't come up, and then I thought of it myself. So, um, oh my god, I'm I, the same. Imagine if we get the same one. I highly doubt it. Um, the, I'm recommending the 2009 drama, according to Greta, 
which also is known as Greta in some countries, mm-hmm. um, not to be confused with the Chloe Grace Moretz Greta movie um, that came out a couple of years ago. Oh, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's, it's not that it's one. Not that one. Uh, this one came out in 2009 and it stars Academy Award winner Ellen Burstyn, Academy Award winner Melissa Leo, and most importantly, Hilary Duff. <laughs> um, so uh, this is a film where uh, Hilary Duff plays a, a suicidal teen that has decided that she's going to kill herself at the end of summer. Um, and her parents uh, send her to go live with her grandparents over that summer and her experience living with them and what she experiences in the town um, kind of change her forever um, and change her perspective on life. Um, it's really like a dramatic uh, kind of turn from Hilary Duff, not her usual kind of movie, but um, I think it's really good. And, you know, she's surrounded by Academy Award winners who are doing like really good work. Um, then riddle really, me uh, this. Yeah. Why have we never heard of this movie? Yeah. It just kind of got <laughs> swept under the rug, and I think undeservedly so. Like, uh, the people that have watched it kind of champion it. I think in the, like, Hillary Duff fan community, like, this is the favourite, but nobody's actually so this outside is not of the community watched voice? it. No. The, like, I would genuinely think – I think this is a genuinely solid drama that people would enjoy, but I think people didn't give it its due because it kind of came out at that time where Hillary was kind of like between her big parts of her career and people weren't really paying attention to her. I think, you know, she's about to get a, a new moment in the sun with her How I Met Your Father coming out this month. So maybe it's time for us are you, to... Are you excited about that, Paul? Like, Look, if she wasn't in it, I wouldn't be watching it, but I will be watching it, so... <laughs> um, <laughs> I I wasn't a big fan of how how I met your father, so uh, how I met your mother, so yeah. But I would urge everyone I mean, to seek I. out. Have I seen every episode multiple times? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I would uh, really urge people to seek out uh, Greta. Cool, hmm. uh, Lucy. Um, so I just need to say, hilariously, um, I was talking to my sister the other day. We were talking about the podcast. I can't remember what we were saying. But I said, oh, yeah, I recommended that on the podcast about whatever. And she was like, oh, yeah, as a strenuous recommendation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I thought she was making a joke, but she just actually got it wrong, which is very on brand for my sister, that how funny is strenuous recommendation. (laughs) That is Brendan to a T. Um, Anyway. (laughs) Strenuous for all involved. Um, Anyway, so... Mine, I was, I was doing the same thing as Paul was like, what are some movies about grandmas? So I'm recommending GILFs 3. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, did I say that right? GILF? Yeah. Um, yeah. no. So I just thought myself, I'm doing how to make an American quilt. Ah. Have you seen that? I have a very long time ago and I could not tell you one thing about it yeah. apart from that it has Winona Ryder in it. Yes. Julia Roberts? So, no. No. So, (laughs) I actually, like, the more I thought about it, the more, I haven't seen it for a long time either, but the more I thought about it, the more, uh, like, uh, this plays as a connection. Um, Winona Ryder plays, like, an early 20s 
I think she's like a graduate student and she's working on her thesis and she's nearly going to get married. And she's like at this big crossroads. She's not sure if she wants to get married. She thinks maybe her fiance is cheating on her. She needs to finish her thesis, like all this stuff's going on. And so she goes to stay with her grandma who like lives out in the sticks and, you know, she's supposed to finish her thesis and just like have some time to think. And her grandma's like this crotchety old woman and she doesn't really know how to like play it. And sort of the more that she stays there and, and like, gets to know her grandma in a different way, I guess, she sort of finds out about her past and, you know, why she is the way she is. And all her friends come over. They have this quilting group and, like, there's a quilt involved. Um, <laughs> uh, but it, oh, it is a good movie. And uh, I love Winona. And this was definitely, like, you know, when she was the it girl. Um, yeah part of that era you know she had that haircut um and yeah i think it's a good movie from what i can remember from 15 years ago we had it on vhs <laughs> baby yeah can we you need a force brendan to watch the quilting movie <laughs> it's not boring though i think it's maybe the first movie that jared leto was ever in Oh, wow. You're not selling it. Oh <laughs> well, I mean that just goes to show you that like you don't value women's stories, and you know that's on yeah, you. No, and I feel sorry it, for you. you. Yeah, I feel sorry. For Brendan you. just that, continuously proving himself as a piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, that this women. Yeah. You're just saying that older women don't have anything to offer and they can't teach. Yeah. Us. I was just and taking also, a crack at Jared Leto. Right? Like, you also just said that like you don't think Winona's hot, and she like heard you. So I feel bad for you <laughs> so go on give us your strenuous recommendation <laughs> Brendan yes Brendan hit us oh uh, well I was gonna I was gonna alright <laughs> you don't know way. what it is yet do you <laughs> like, you I was gonna, like, it just feels too easy to do like another good like do old, old Parasite or do Old Boy like do a good Korean film so I'm yeah. not gonna do that yeah it's too easy so you're gonna do Squid Game <laughs> 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 no, no. Uh, you know, you know what? I watched um, a documentary about Woodstock 1999, and that kept coming to mind because, like, <laughs> while watching this film, um, but it wasn't that great a documentary, so I'm not going to recommend that. What? Um, <laughs> what? Like, I'm not stalling. I have, a, I have one. Yeah. Okay. What I am going to recommend <laughs> yes. is a film called. You dickhead. You'll edit you'll edit this silence out, right? <laughs> yes. Have you seen that photo of like that famous library that's like really architecturally beautiful built and it looks like all these books like curve around in these like shelves that go from like massive levels and then actually when you go there it's all fucking fake. I feel like Brendan's like grasping at things around it, but there's nothing actually there. <laughs> Lucy, I'm trying to talk. You just interrupted me. <laughs> Honey, I bought you 30 seconds and you owe me big time. Uh, I'm going to recommend a film called... You're doing the politician thing of when a politician's like, that's a great question. Thank you so much for Look asking. Look over there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I don't know. You prick. <laughs> uh, I'm going to recommend a film called Mummy. Has anyone seen a film called Mummy? As in uh, the Xavier Dolan movie? Yeah. What is no, it? No, it's on my watch list. I really want to watch it. Uh, so, Mummy, Mummy, because it's M-O-M. It's not M-U-M like we say in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, 
is this film um, about this this mother who's a single mother once again who's having a rough. Um, her son has like very much like behavioral problems, um, very violent, and also this weird relationship between the two of them. Um, and she moves into a new um, a new town, and this uh, this neighbor starts to become involved in the lives of this family this family dynamic. Um, and it's just a really interesting film. Um, and the, the, like, I don't know. Uh, it's a very simple plot, but it, it, the characters are just very, um, compelling and you just wish the best for all of them. This son, who's a horrible person, like you also just wish he would get better. And, um, and it's, it starts to happen. And anyway, so what's um, the connection? Yeah, exactly. She was a single mother with a with a like raising a single child. Okay, like, I'll, give, I'll give you that. A single mother Thank raising you. a single child. Yeah, <laughs> not, not two childs, just a single child. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a very good connection. So, uh, like Brendan in this episode has not known how vagina works properly and recommended a Xavier Dolan film. Like, are you gay now? Is that what's happened during the break of the podcast? Is that what happened when we Why went two does, weeks is off? Is Xavier Dolan a, like a like a? Yeah, he's a queer icon, and he's like. He's, I guess I I just feel that you don't have to be gay to enjoy his work. Um, like you might disagree, Paul, but you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but you won't watch How to Make an American Queer. All it. right, well, fuck <laughs> you. Yeah. I'm complex. If you head over to our website, you'll see that each of us has ranked every body swap film we have reviewed on the podcast. So my question is, where are we all going to put Miss Granny on our lists? All right, I am going to put it 16th on my list, so quite high, and that puts it in between Shazam and Virtual Sexuality. I thought this was really fun. I would recommend it to anyone with an interest in the genre. And if you just want like a fun breezy rom-com type movie give this a go (laughs) rom-com so i'm gonna put it in between inside you and (laughs) monkey bone which i I, that's too many to count how i don't know like what is that about halfway (laughs) that's like middle of the road right about halfway yep it's a little it's a little above middle of the road it's it's yeah okay um i'm gonna put mine oh wow monkey bone's a lot like I always get surprised at where I've put things. I'm like, oh, how did Monkey Bone get that high? Yeah, but you know I remember why? laughing a lot at. Do you know why? Because we don't put any thought into this fucking list, and uh, <laughs> then it becomes a disaster. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna put mine be- uh, between Vice Versa and The Dude in Me. So uh, yeah, I enjoy this one a little more. Awesome. So cool. I, th- I think we we're all recommending it. Um, if so- you want to watch a swap film, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just big, big normal, there. There's a wide world out there. First, yeah. <laughs> so, next episode. The year's just started, and we already have a brand new body swap film to watch. So, yeah. <laughs> so I think out of, you know, we've done films with giant casts before, but this is one of the biggest hitters we've ever had. So listen to this cast. Andy Andy Sandberg. Got him. Selena Gomez. 
her Jif, Jim Gaffigan. That guy. Catherine Hahn. <laughs> Catherine Hahn, Steve Buscemi, Keegan Michael Key, David Spade, oh, yeah. and Fran yeah. Drescher's <gasps> voices star in the fourth film in the Hotel Transylvania trans- uh, franchise, Hotel Transylvania Transformania. Oh, Paul, I was I was excited. I thought we were going to do that that Disney bit like Fox thing. No, that doesn't come out till tra- March. We're doing a Transylvania film. <laughs> have you seen any of the like, Hotel Transylvania? No, I haven't. Movies? Do you no, think I'll be able not. to keep up with number four? Um, <laughs> I actually really enjoy this franchise. I don't know about this yeah. new one. I haven't seen the new one. That doesn't mean a lot coming from you, it's, Paul. It, the, 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 like, this is the first time that Adam Sandler's not playing the main character. But um, these films were created by, like, Jendi Tartowski, who did um, the Powerpuff Girls, which I know you enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, um, Primal and, uh, like, he's a talented guy. And, uh, Primal's good. Uh, yeah. Um, so in this new one, Van Helsing's mysterious invention, the monsterfication ray, goes hay- haywire. Drac and his monster pals are all transformed into humans and Johnny becomes a monster. In their new mismatched bodies, Drac, stripped of his powers, and the exuberant Johnny, loving life as a monster, must team up and race across the gro- globe to find a cure before it's too late. Mm. I tell you what, I've already got my tenuous link all locked in. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, maybe this is one that you can watch with um, Otis, Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Baby's first buddy swap. <laughs> um. Well, anyway, I think it's going to be fun. So well, that's sure. what we got in store next time. Um, they just look so bad. Like, uh, I'm, <laughs> Oof. I'm coming in. Tough crowd. Very. Yeah. Well, you know, that's a, probably a good position to be in. You can only be pleasantly surprised. All right. So, um, again, uh, it's good to be back for everyone at home. Spotify now has star ratings and uh, this is the best way for us to get new listeners. So if you listen to our show on Spotify, please just when you're listening to the show, you can just go. It takes like two clicks of a button and you can give us a five star rating. Um, or, or give us one. Like I, I want some honest reviews. No, give us five. I don't want um, none of this. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. If you do review us on Spotify, it does count towards the 100 reviews to get us to the face-off review. So just remember that. <laughs> um, uh, you do have to have listened to us. Can there be double-ups? <laughs> yeah, I will accept double-ups. It's fine. We just need to get 100 in total Spotify, iTunes reviews, and we will do face-off. You actually have to listen to us on Spotify to be able to review us. So if you don't use the app, it won't let you review us. So, but if you do happen to listen to us on Spotify, review us. Hmm. Um, Interesting. And if you do listen to us on Spotify and you don't review us, you are a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Paul, it's a new year. Yeah. I thought you might have some new material. (laughs) No, 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 no. The the pieces of shit will continue to be pieces of shit until they cease to be pieces of shit. Gotcha. DPWs. Um, So... uh, until next time, I was Paul Mitzi. I was Lucy Thomas. And I was Brendan Levi. Thank you, bye. Bye. Goodbye.
The Swapcast podcast is recorded in Adelaide, Australia. It's hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi and Paul Mitzi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Too Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, and recorded at Browntown Studios. Our music bumpers were created by Reggie Parker. Contact him on parkerregmusic at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.